This is Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kelms. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. He's math, a, a math professor at the University of Arkansas. And we are again joined on the phone by... With Stephen Morris. Stephen Morris. Stephen, you're in Newbridge, is that correct? Sorry, it's actually Newbury. Oh, oh Newbury. Okay. Uh, Newbury, yes. And, and last time we talked with you, you, you had a clock that had stopped, and you said you could make it read the correct time 218 times a day. Is, is, is that correct? Day. On one day. On one day. Yeah. On an ordinary day is 208. Right. Oh, yeah, 208. Yeah, only, <laughs> <laughs> only 208 on ordinary days. Yeah, so there's a number of different things you can do. Um, so one thing you mentioned, you can get in a supersonic jet and you can fly through different time zones. Right. Uh, it's another thing you can do. If you have a digital clock, let's say it reads uh, 0120. Uh-huh. So it stops at 20 past 1, okay? Uh-huh. Now, if you turn it upside down, you get 0210. Oh. So that's a different time, yeah. right? If you put it in front of a mirror, you get 0150. Yeah. And if you turn it over again, you get 0510. Uh-huh. Now, if you allow for it being a 12-hour clock and each time occurring twice in a day, that gives you eight times. Right. Okay. Another thing you can do, um, one day of the year, the clocks go back. Right. Now, I don't know how it works where you are, but uh, in the UK, the, the clocks at 2 a.m. go back to 1 a.m. That's what we do. So yeah. All the, yeah. So all the times between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. get repeated. So two of the times I just mentioned, 0120 and 0150, will, be, will actually occur three times on that day. This sounds like a lot of so, work, Steve. <laughs> I like this, yeah. though. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> we, we haven't... We haven't we haven't done enough work yet. <laughs> okay. Now, you had the idea of uh, getting a jet and flying around the world's time zones. Right. Um, now, in fact, you'd think there would only be 24 time zones, but in fact there are 32. Because, for example, uh, Kabul is four and a half hours after GMT. Right. Kathmandu is five hours, 45 minutes after GMT. I think Prince Edward uh, Island in Canada is like half an hour off of uh, eastern yeah. Canada, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, well, I'm just going off uh, my Windows calendar here. Right. But it, it's offering me 32 different time zones I can be in. Right. Okay. Now, to save all that uh, jet mileage, and also to enable us to go around twice, because we want every time to occur um, twice in the 24-hour day, uh, I thought an easier way would be to get a webcam. And you put your clock in front of your webcam, and you broadcast four images of it across the world. So you're showing all those four possible times where it's flipped over and from a mirror and so on. That sounds much easier. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) Um, The difficulty is is you need people in every time zone in the world to be watching the Internet and making a note whenever the the time they're seeing matches the local time. Mm -hmm. Now, if you put all that together, then I work out that you can get up to 208 correct readings in a single calendar day. Okay? It won't be a 24-hour period, because obviously some parts of the world start the day earlier and some of them finish later. And you have to take account of double counting, so if you have two, out, two uh, time zones which are 12 hours apart, for example, then it will be 6 a.m. in the morning in one place, while it's 6 p.m. in the afternoon in another. Right. But, so you have to take all that into account, and you get up to 208. Now, the way you get to 218 is you have to do it on a day when the clocks go back. Right. Now, to do this, I make uh, a very big assumption. And I, I say it's a very big assumption because I know it isn't true. <laughs> Which is, and you can't, <laughs> the they don't get bigger than that. 
so that assumption is that every time zone in the world, in every place, puts their clock back at exactly uh, the same day and the same kind of hour of the day. Mm-hmm. And if you assume that, you get up to 218. Like I say, it isn't actually true, so the right answer might be a little bit different, but I haven't actually gone through and worked out what that is. This sounds like it could be a fascinating, um, or maybe not so fascinating, but an interesting <laughs> documentary of someone trying oh, to yeah. uh, scramble, you know, and, and trying yeah. to do yeah. this. Yeah, well, I have wondered, you know, what sort of person might actually try and do it. Uh, I know there's a guy who's going around the world visiting every Starbucks, so maybe it's that sort of person who would do this. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> well, thanks so much. That that was fun. So do you have another puzzle for us? Sure. Uh, so I have another clock, and this works a little bit differently. It's actually running at the right speed. So it's running at one minute per minute. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed recently that it was two minutes fast, but I've also noticed that it tells me the right time four times every day. So the question is, how can that be true? Okay, so it... it it goes the right time, minute per minute. Yep. But it tells you the right time four times a day? That's right. right. No way, but it's also running a minute fast? Well, so I noticed recently it was two minutes fast. That was just one occasion when I looked at it. Obviously, it's right four times a day. Okay. So it's running two minutes fast, and it's right four times a day. Yeah, so one occasion it was two minutes fast, but four other occasions every day it's correct. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll think about this, and then uh, we'll get the answer next time. Thank you very much, Steve. And I guess if people have, well, actually, I guess if people want to write us, they can send mathfactor at york.edu. Okay. um, Okay, thank you very much. Thank you.